0: G'day and welcome to another episode of the Luke's Lowdown Podcast. This series was all about lessons from lockdown, and I've spoken to some pretty cool people, I must admit, and I wanna say a massive thank you for each and every one of you who got in touch with me, saying what they learned from their own lockdown experience here in 2020, all over the world, and also, that you enjoyed the conversations that i had with the wide variety of people that i chatted to so as i've alluded to over the last couple of podcasts this one is slightly different it's a bit of a bonus episode so to speak i wanted to share with you the couple of big challenges that i did over this period of time that was locked down that was 2020 because You know, the world changed in 2020, let's be honest. Everyone's world changed pretty much. Nothing is gonna be the same again because of this experience. And like many other people, I had big plans for 2020. Travel plans to go see family and friends all around the world, but also races and even different challenges that I was uh, creating that I was going to do. But as, 2020 started, we got into February and got into March, I started to realize, like most people, that this was probably not going to happen. So this is where we're gonna start today's episode because I'm gonna dive into how I prepared for my virtual Everesting challenge that I did, cycling to the height of Mount Everest on my bike, in my lounge room, on the Zwift app, and then also running near 500 miles in August. So this is what today is going to be all about. And we're going to start with the fact that I realised in March, my challenges weren't going to happen. The ones that I had planned and the races I was going to do. So I didn't then go, right, what else can I do from home? I said to myself, this is going to take a while. This is going to take a while to overcome. So I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna take a step back from my training and just tick along. And that's what I did. I didn't try and do anything extra. I just did a couple of bike rides, really easy though. Really easy. And I saw saw what a lot of people were doing on, say the Zwift app or things like that. Different trainer apps where you put your bike on your turbo trainer. People were racing every weekend and pushing themselves and going really hard and I'm like, I actually thought this could be detrimental to a lot of people because you don't race normally every weekend. So I, my training was really easy, spinning the legs on the bike. I only ran twice a week, once on the weekend and once on a Thursday morning, I think it was. And I did a little bit of strength stuff, but then I sort of stopped doing that for whatever reason um, and didn't stop swimming as well. So I just ticked along doing that, ticked along doing that, March, April, May and June, and when I got to June, I thought to myself, I've been doing all this training, I would love to then use it. I'd love to have something that I'm aiming for. So I stopped and thought, you know, what could I do? And I saw this thing called Virtual Everesting. And I thought, right, let's give that a crack. So. I'm sure most of you will have seen what I've done, the Virtual Everesting. There's a video on YouTube about my Virtual Everesting challenge and I'll put the links in the, in the show notes so you can go and watch that. But basically it's cycling on your turbo trainer and that you attach your bike to, connected to the Swift app which simulates you riding on the road, the different conditions, um, the terrain, and I was going to do a virtual everything, which basically means you cycle up and down one hill until you get to the height of Mount Everest. 8,848 meters of elevation gain. And I did this on Alp de Swift, uh, which is a remodel of the French Alp called uh, Alp And it was going to be eight and a half times to go up and down it. So I'll be honest. I didn't have three months, six months, nine months of planning to do this. I probably trained specifically for this for about four weeks. I'd already been doing some basic cycling training and a little bit of running, and I think by that stage I was only doing one run a week. And uh, I you know, did a bunch of cycling for four weeks up and down a hill, um, inside on my turbo trainer on the virtual world of Zwift. And then I went out to do it. And I would love to be able to say, yes, I got on my bike and for eight and a half laps of out to swift, it was hard and I had a few tough times, but I did it. The weekend I had planned, for some reason, my turbo trainer decided to have technical difficulties and it wouldn't allow me to connect. So I tried Saturday, that didn't work. I tried Sunday, that didn't work. And it was a little bit frustrating because I'd planned it all for this weekend and it wouldn't allow me to do it. So straight away, I had this setback for that whole weekend, technical difficulties. Anyway, borrowing a trainer from a friend, I set out the next weekend and did it. Now, I want to highlight the date of when I did this. The 30th of... Actually it wasn't a weekend, it was a Thursday. The 30th of July. That's when I did my virtual Everesting. The 30th of July. Now there's 31 days in July in 2020. So my challenge that I did, the virtual Everesting challenge, I did on the 30th of July. And I cycled for over 12 hours. And I completed the virtual Everesting um, event. I got a little bit of heat stroke, because there was a bit of a heat wave coming through, but I won't go into all the details. You can watch that on the video, which I'll put the links in the show notes, which is pretty crazy, me having ice baths in the middle of cycling up and down hills. So, 30th of July, done, 12 hours in the bag, sorted. I had one day rest before I then started the next challenge, which was the calendar club, running, one mile coinciding with the date of the month. So, mile uh, August the 1st, one mile. August the 2nd, two miles. August the 3rd, three miles. And so on and so on until I hit 31 miles on the 31st. 31 consecutive days of running totaling 496 miles or 798 kilometres. So basically 500 miles, 800 kilometres in the month of August. Bonkers. So remember what I said about my preparation for virtual everything. From the start of the year, I was running maybe twice a week. And in the lead up, June and July, I would run maybe once a week. Some weeks I didn't even run. And then I did the virtual everything, and then I was supposed to run 31 days nonstop. So I didn't actually prepare for this run this calendar club run, as they call it, in August. I was extremely underdone. I knew my cycling fitness would carry over, but I wasn't exactly sure if it would get me to the end. Now, would I recommend this type of training or lack of preparation to anyone? Of course not, but it was just something that I thought I could go and try. I wasn't trying to achieve anything, anything out, anything out of it. It wasn't a world record. I wasn't trying to break any pacing targets set by anyone. I was just going out there to see if I could show up every single day and run one extra mile. Now it all was going very well. No, I, I must admit, the first mile on August the first was pretty rough. My body felt like I didn't want to do anything but I got through that mile um, but I felt pretty good right up until around day 14 I think when I had a bit of a tough day but then I picked myself up and I kept ticking along and then uh, I think I had another rough day on day 24 and then marathon day came day 26 and I felt awesome until the last little bit when my hamstring tightened up now I'm not going to tell you the whole story of the calendar club because they're is a video that just came out, it's on YouTube, and you can go and watch the full recap of the Calendar Club with places where I ran, thoughts that I had in real time on those days, and lessons that I learned from running 500 miles in August. And this was my preparation for this year. And what do I mean by that? Well, 2020 came, And we got hit with something that no one has ever been hit with before. Some people have thrived, other people have battled to survive, for numerous reasons. Some self-inflicted, some they couldn't do anything about. So during the calendar club, I had numerous thoughts that life up until this point was preparing me for the calendar club because life is unexpected. You can't always perfectly prepare for when things happen in life. But then also, endurance sports has been preparing me for 2020. So it helped out one another. Because in 2020, we got hit with something we didn't expect and we couldn't prepare for. I went out and did the calendar club and I'll be honest, I wasn't prepared for it. I hadn't been doing you know three or six months of running, multiple days, back to back days, longer days, shorter days. June and July, I probably ran over those what nine weeks in, in those two months in total. I might have ran ten times, twelve times in those in those two months leading up to it. Wasn't prepared. And what I got hit with, tight hamstring bad weather, hot weather, rainy weather, windy, you know, I had to deal with it. So I love endurance sports for this reason. It is training you for life. And if you don't do endurance sports, find things that challenge you. Because when you do something that you choose to challenge you, you're preparing yourself to have an ability to adapt, to have an ability to overcome obstacles because you're choosing to do something difficult. So, when life happens, whether it's a pandemic or whether it's just something really simple that only applies to you, when life happens, you have experiences to call upon of how you were able to overcome an obstacle or adapt to a setback. Don't always try and find ways that are easy to live your life. Find ways that you can become better at living. And this comes through finding and choosing to do difficult things on a daily basis. Not reacting to things that are out of your control, certain situations, scenarios, or outcomes. Don't react to them. control your thoughts, choose your attitude that's going to help you to progress. And when you are looking to achieve something in your life, whether it's a big goal, whether it's just to get through the day, or whether it's just to stay afloat during 2020, when the world is very unstable as we know it, know this, if you want to achieve anything, You've got to understand what you need to focus on and where your attention is. And what do I mean by this is, what are you focusing on each day? What are you focusing on each hour? What are you focusing on each moment? And where are you applying your attention so you can be productive in each moment? So you can be productive in each hour, so you can be productive in each day to help you get through that day. And you know what you do the next day? Rinse, repeat, go again. Where is your focus and where are you applying your attention? If you do this, it'll give you a chance to keep moving forward. So I learned this during the calendar club, that my focus every day was getting up, and putting one foot in front of the other. And then when I did that, my attention was, am I eating? Am I drinking? Am I going too fast? What route am I taking? How long am I going? And then when my my legs started to hurt, my attention was, how can I be more efficient with my running technique to minimize the pain, not remove it, minimize it. And my attention was how can I become comfortable with this feeling of discomfort. My focus every day was to get up and get out the door and start running. My attention was to the finer things of what I was doing in that moment. Can I be more efficient with my running? Can I feel more comfortable with this discomfort? That's where my attention was. what am I going to do tomorrow? Well, I've got to run an extra mile tomorrow. Oh my goodness, in five days time, I'm running 30 miles. My focus every day was to get up and run. My attention was then what I needed to do in those days, in those moments to keep putting one foot in front of the other. So that's what I learned. That's what I learned from the calendar club. And it's the same thing that I learned from my virtual everything. My focus was to get up and down the virtual mountain eight and a half times. That was my focus. Get up and down the mountain eight and a half times. My attention was on my pedal strokes. Are they even? How much force am I doing on each pedal stroke, on each leg? Am I eating enough? Am I drinking enough? Am I staying cool? Am I on pace? Am I going too fast? That's where my attention was and we can do this in everyday life as well. What are you focusing on that day and then where are you putting your attention in each moment of those days? That is my biggest takeaway from 2020. Where are you focusing? My lesson from lockdown was where do you put your focus and where are you paying attention? That's the biggest thing that I learned, everyone. And I learned that from myself. Whenever I would catch myself, my mind wandering off and thinking about things I can't control, is that where I wanted to focus? I knew it wasn't. Because if I started to focus somewhere else, my attention would go there with it. And I'm going to waste time, effort and energy looking at something that I can't control. Can't do anything about So I made sure my focus was on something that was going to help me grow, help me build, doing this podcast series even. My focus was providing you with other people's lessons from lockdown. My attention was, what questions am I going to ask these people? Who am I going to ask them to? Where am I going to distribute the podcast? I can convert it into any situation it's so important i think in in today but that's what i learned 2020 make sure you're putting your focus on something that's going to help you move forward and making sure that your attention is doing the things that's going to help you to achieve what you're focusing on you know what team i think that's it i think i'm going to leave it there And I hope that you've got a bit of an insight into how I prepared or actually didn't prepare for my virtual everything and the calendar club running 500 miles in August. It's crazy. It's definitely the longest run stretch I've ever had. I've never ran 31 um, consecutive days before, probably maybe 10, maybe is the longest streak i ever had, but I've definitely never ran 500 miles in a month. And in a week, seven days, the final seven days of the month, I ran 195 miles. So in kilometers, that's about 312, I think. 312 kilometers in seven days, bonkers. Yeah, so that was my 2020 so far. Um, And that's what I've learned and that is how I prepared slash didn't prepare for my challenges. And I want to say a massive thank you for all of you who tuned in on this um, series of the Luke Slowdown podcast. Lessons from lockdown. Please do let me know what was your favourite episode. Let me know uh, what you learned from this period of our lives that we will forever know as the COVID-19 lockdown or something like that. And I do have another series coming out. It is a, another 10 episodes where I chatted to a bunch of people about some cool challenges that they're doing or have done and what they've been up to. It's, um, it's some of the lessons from um, no, friends on a friday sorry friends on a friday from instagram that i did many many months ago and i'm going to release all that as a podcast so we've got some really cool fun interviews coming for you as well so on that note look out for those in the next few weeks and i want to say a massive uh, thanks and i've got so much gratitude for all of you who have listened in to this series of the luke's lowdown podcast And remember everyone, keep smiling and stay healthy.